Wait, wait, wait. You've never seen Paid in Full. A low down dirty shame. Acrimony. It's yes. Christmas. No, I don't think I have. Oh <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Does It Hold Up? Where we watch all those black films you know and love. Oh, wait. Yeah, nobody talks about this movie. <laughs> At the end, I was like, hey, Joe. Um. <laughs> and we ask. Does it hold up? Does it hold up? So then guys, we have to ask now, does it hold up? Now, on to the show. When you call me on the phone, you're bugging me. Mm. When you follow me around, you're bugging me. Mm. Everything you do, mm. be bugging me. Ooh. You bugging me. You bugging me. Mm, 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 mm. End quote. I, wow. We'll talk about it a little. Wow. Just prolific. Ju- prolific. Ahead <laughs> of their time. Niggas ain't never been shit. So everybody, as you may have guessed, today's episode is not about a film, but rather an album. Today we are talking about Destiny's Child, their breakout album, The Writings on the Wall. Now we know. This is not their debut album. And that is sort of what this series, this new series is about. It's about our new, about asking like if black girl groups, if their debut albums hold up or not. But we decided we'd go with the writings on the wall because it was a moment in time. It, <laughs> it, it was, it truly, it feels like debut album. Like it has that level of like, just excellence in my opinion but obviously we'll talk about that later but i just want to talk about let's talk about the beginnings of destiny's child so um this is like straight from wikipedia so the group began their musical career as girls time formed in 1990 in houston texas after limited years of of success the quartet comprising of Knowles, Roland, Latavia Roberson, and Latoya Luckett, were signed in 1997 to Columbia Records as Destiny's Child. The group was launched into the mainstream recognition following the release of their best-selling second album, The Writings on the Wall, released in 1999, which contained number one singles, Bills, 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 and Say My Name. Destiny's Child have been referred to as R&B icons and have sold more than 60 million records worldwide. Despite critical and commercial success, the group was plagued by many internal conflicts and legal turmoil as Roberson and Luckett attempted to split from the group's manager, Matthew Knowles, who is Beyonce's father, citing favoritism of Knowles and Roland. Um, so that is just like where Destiny's Child began. Um, and obviously we know Destiny's Child as DC3, um, but it actually wasn't DC3 until the year 2000 when Michelle Williams, who used to actually be a backup singer for Monica, um, uh, was introduced to the group through their choreographer. And so then she auditioned, they flew her to Texas and she actually stayed with Mama Tina, Solange, Beyonce, and Matthew um and then I know right and thus begins like a beautiful friendship a sisterhood and the the best uh iteration of this group in my opinion um DC3 but before that there were several uh it was a rotating door of members (laughs) um uh Destiny's Child was so today we're talking about their second album, obviously, um, The Writings on the Wall. So uh, before we actually get into it, obviously I want to do what we usually do. I just want to give you some stats about this album and read you some of the reviews on this album because hmm. whew, they took me out. I read some of those. They, they, they took me out. but And we're and we we going to talk about that because those reviews, <laughs> uh, I, have, I have some thoughts. Yeah, um, anti-black. Or... Uh, oh, 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 very anti-black. But we see who got the last laugh. Um, (laughs) uh, So in the United States, the album actually debuted at number six on the U.S. Billboard Hot 200, August 14th of 1999. And it sold just over 132,000 copies its first week. Um, And then it, um, it, it peaked at number five. So it never went higher than number five on the Billboard. But it earned them six Grammy nominations. (laughs) <laughs> they got they were nominated twice for best R&B song and twice for best R&B R&B performance by a duo or a group record of the year and song of the year 
in one year. They were nominated in all those categories. And today, as it stands, um, Writings on the Wall is certified eight times platinum. And it has sold over 6 million copies in the United States alone. Um, Billboard magazine, actually, in, um, I believe, I don't know what the year was. Let me see what the year was that Billboard did this. Um, Billboard 2000 is the year. I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it was, they did the best albums of the 2000s, uh, Billboard yeah. magazine, and they ranked it at number 39. That's the entire decade. That's where it's ranked. And Fabulous. Rolling Stone, actually, just for the first time since the list came out originally, they just updated the 500 best albums of all time list mm-hmm. um, this year. And this is like a list, um, and they're getting, you know, votes from everybody, from producers, from artists, from like music industry people and things like that that and the writings on the wall is sitting at number 291 um (laughs) it's sitting at number 291 on the 500 greatest albums of all time and that is every genre so yeah it's a the list if i implore people to take a look because absolutely like it's crazy and to think that i mean i always think about like what got bumped since they last did it in 2003 yeah because there's a lot yeah. of stuff that came out in the yeah. last few years that occupy the list it's yeah. awesome yeah it's crazy and um i'm very i'm very happy that it is on there because i do love this album so let's talk about the reviews of this album so <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> they generally were not good um it they are not nice the reviews of this album i'm gonna say i'm just gonna go on record i just feel like they're racist i'm gonna be 100 percent honest that's a lot of racism it feels it feels it feels very very racist some of these albums some of these like reviews so i just want to read i'm gonna read one and then camille if you want to read one oh i would love to feel the fuck free so i'm gonna um i want to read this one this one that i I do not like. Um, and <laughs> this is one from, who is this review by? Hold on, let me look and see who this review is by. This review is from Entertainment Weekly. Um, and it, uh, it uh, upset me. So here we go. It says, <clears throat> he gave the album a B plus rating, uh, despite this, uh, you know, I don't like this. But anyway, um, it says, I like teen pop fine. But please, one song at a time. And since teen pop likes this glamorous femme quartet, individual songs are all a reasonable grown-up would expect. Uh Uh-uh. Lyrics are the usual problem. If there's a quotable quote here, I haven't noticed it. But that may be because the multivalent, I think that's how you pronounce that, harmonies, suavely irregular beats, and not incidentally deep-seated self-respect have been keeping me busy ever since I heard... I heard through the visuals. Um, so I don't know. That just like it upset me because that's not true about this album. <laughs> right. Right. That's not true at all. Um, nope. it is quite quotable. It is it I definitely and I guess we don't have to get too much into it because we're gonna talk about it. It it feels like higher a higher level than teen pop. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah. Plus, I mean, yeah, what they're doing vocally is just so much to, to classify that as teen pop. It, it, so it feels a little racist. Uh, okay, so Camille, do you want to read your favorite or least favorite review? Um, I won't read this whole thing because it's okay. very lengthy. Okay. But um, Robert Crisco from wherever the fuck, from rolling, uh, I don't actually doesn't say where he's from. So it's giving me that he's probably oh village voice so mm. teeny little publication. Um, he had the nerve to say, <laughs> judging from the writings on the wall, the second album from Destiny's Child, it's not Briggs's fault. With his help, the Houston Quartet, Beyonce, Latavia, Latoya, and the unimaginatively monarch. Wow. Which, um, that's just her name. That's her fucking name! I don't know what you want. What the fuck? I guess he's, I think it sounds like our friend Robert was excited by all the exotic names that he saw before him. And I guess Kelly wasn't doing it. I mean, I guess her name is Calandria, but she goes by Calandria. She goes by Kelly, though. What the fuck, though? I'm sorry, go ahead. Like, why does it have, you know what I mean? Like, what does that have to do with anything? It don't have nothing Um, to do with nothing. 
prove themselves to be more capable of confident inventive R&B than many of their contemporaries. It's a pretty decent review, but just to call out her name, her name like that was really jarring yeah. to me. Mm-hmm. And then the review goes on to basically compare them to a bunch of other girls. Right, like Bill, Black. Bill, Bill's, Bill's 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 is mm-hmm. not as good as No Scrubs by TLC. Ooh. And it, they get bought. Why do they, we have to compare two bad them. bitches? I don't Why? understand. White people love to compare it's 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 the there can only be one it's the there can only be one concept even though we don't even have to talk about how many like at this time how many like boy bands sounded exactly the same but they would never but they would never they want they want us to fight and what was the other one backstreet boys were the same thing they just changed names and what's the other one and what's the other one um there was like 98 degrees yes um no not 98 degrees what's the one that goes um um Y'all, I don't even know. Never mind. <laughs> Forget I said it. Forget yeah. I said it. <laughs> my, my biggest issues with these reviews is how it they do so much comparing to these other things. Yeah. When yeah. it's like you are supposed to know about music, yet you can't hear the ways in which these groups are really different from each other. Like, and you, the ways in which Destiny's Child is way different from a lot of other things. Like, come on. And that's the thing that upsets me about, like, the gatekeepers in the music industry, is you mm-hmm. think, and growing up, you take at face value that they know what the fuck they're talking about. And then once you're, like, our age, and you've seen a lot, and you know a lot about music, because you care about it, you realize, right. these motherfuckers don't know shit. No. They don't know shit about shit and they should not be the ones who are judging this music. They should not be the ones who are able to write the unimaginatively monkeyed ca- What the fuck is what, what are you talking that? About? That is her name. What the What are you talking about? But um so obviously we are not fans of the reviews of um the writings on the wall, but I don't think that is a reflection of what it is like. Of, of the album so yeah. all throughout this album i do just want to give a shout out to our girl candy burris the pen tucker <laughs> miss burris you know i love candy miss burris tucker because at the time the guy um what is his name kevin shakespeare shakespeare, shakespeare um they were dating. Um, Candy was dating him. So Candy is like all up and throughout this album. Like she worked and wrote and produced for so many of the songs on this album. And I just want to like, we don't talk about Candy's like writing career enough, obviously, because right. we're just talking about her and Mama Joyce on um, Real Housewives of Atlanta <laughs> and everything. But um, she just like uh, amazing. Beyonce is obviously like producing um, basically everything on this album. And we all we know our homegirl does her own vocal production since birth so like Beyonce you know really I remember I was watching that documentary you know CNN had that docu-series on the decades Mm -hmm. and um there was this one you know person who was like people used to ask in the early 2000s uh you know Britney or Christina he was like no Beyonce and you know what (laughs) and you know what he was right and it's crazy that that's the debate because Beyonce was there yes same age as these girls yes Yes. Giving more than they were giving. Yes. And don't get me wrong, I love me some Britney Spears. That is my white fave, but... Oh, X-Tina with the three X... Come on. Trust me, that's... I love it, but... But, like... They don't hold a candle to my number one. Not at all. So, um... Did you guys have any thoughts before we jump in to, like, our track-by-track analysis? Um... I'm just so happy that I finally went through this piece of work. Yes. Because I've known some songs. <laughs> right. But now understanding that they had each and every song in that distinct spot for a yes. reason and like the overarching theme of it. Absolutely loved it. 10 out of 10. Should have been higher on most lists. Should have gotten more Grammys than anybody that disagrees with me can go straight <laughs> to hell. And it's funny. <laughs> and it's funny that you say that because that's so contradicting to what these reviews say about it. But we know the truth. So let's talk about, um, <laughs> I'm sorry, Camille. Did you have any before we started? Oh, yeah. I mean, just what a brilliant concept album. Yes. Uh, Beyonce, you know, the queen of the concept album. She's been doing this. You we can know. draw a line. Like, literally, literally. From this to, to Beyonce to Lemonade, you know. Um, it's just really cool. And I just love how youthful it is. Like, I do love that. Especially that ridiculous skit in the very beginning. That, that was my... <laughs> 
It's like it's very like teen girls yes. like, sitting around playing, and they said we're gonna put this on the album. It's gonna be fire, and yes. it, it's something. It's something. So let's get into the intro. The writings on the wall. Now, I don't know if you guys know this about me, but like that is the the mob, like the the mob <laughs> like uh, genre. That whole film, like Goodfellas, is my favorite film of all time. I think it is the best mob movie ever made. And I know people like film like irritating ass people would say, "Oh, but what about the Godfather?" No, it's Goodfellas for me. Um, so, no, dead ass. And I love the Godfather movies, but it's Goodfellas for me. It's Donnie Darko for me. It's always gonna be those so i was instantly drawn to this <laughs> like the little skit they do in the beginning where they were beyonce's yes. beyonce's the godfather and they're speaking in these very poor faux italian accents i just love the youthfulness of it like you said <laughs> it just feels so fucking fun like this is about to be a good ass time and you know what I have to stand that. I really do. I yes. think it's the perfect way to open an album. It's so, these accents are, uh, they're something. They really are. It's, it's definitely my, it's like my second favorite Godfather reference. Yes. After um, Angelica Pickles in Rugrats and Paris. And that's exactly, <laughs> and do you know that's exactly what I thought of when I heard this? Yes, they're giving Angelica Pickles. They are 100% giving us Angelica the Bobfather. Yes. Like, I, <laughs> I have to stand them so for this. It really is. Um, but I love, the, the one thing I will say about this is I love all the transitions in this album. So then we transition into the first song. How does your album open with a song as good as so good? So good. <laughs> so good. Expo so good. So good. So my favorite part of the song is when she goes, I'm doing so, 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 so good. I'm doing so I love that so much because I'm like, you better go, Beyonce. So I want to hear your I like let's I want to talk about the song because I imagine my life one day when I'm doing well, that this is what I'll say. I'll say, this is for the people who said we wouldn't make it. Now we do in platinum and now they can't take it. And now they can't take it. Amazing. <laughs> I loved it so much though. I really did love this song. I want to hear your thoughts about it though. Um, the only note that I said for this song, because I was in the, I was feeling really sad that day. I Aww. just said, can't relate. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh. No. They were so good that I truly was like, yo, what's that like? Like the freedom Damn. that they must have had, and you can hear to it. Write that song, especially too with how many, like how many haters that they probably had too at that point. Yes, with just the sheer like talent and blackness that they emitted and had. And not even just blackness, but Southern blackness, which we know Very is a specific. whole, yeah. which we know is a whole other like way for people to hate them. You know. So I, I love the harmonies in this. It's so light. It's so fun. It's such a good. It's just, again, it's that like, it's that you can draw a lot. Like Beyonce has evolved so much, but like at the end of the day, Beyonce has not changed. Like no. she loves, she loves a song like this. She song does. about getting back at your haters. You know, yes. this is before Survivor. Yes. This is before like, yes. you know, of course, sometimes shit goes down when there's a billion dollars. She loves to like. She does. And it's my favorite, a braggadocious bitch. Because, because why not? bragging exactly. about it if you got it because the thing about and the thing that i hate that people do to black women um is they they always want us to humble ourselves mm -hmm. and it's like why humble myself when my resume says otherwise right exactly. look at the reviews alone they said all that hater shit in the review just to have six Grammy nominations. You know what I mean? They had like, two double nominations <laughs> in, in, in two different categories. And now... Different categories. And now... This is There's what... So songs out there. That's literally. Insane. And then, come on. We're talking about R&B in 1999? Mm, what? Exactly. What? Come on. Like, I don't... So, and then just now today, where it stands, eight times platinum? This, this, this album is eight times platinum, y'all. That's almost a diamond fucking album. In a time, and it came out in a time where you had to physically go to the store and buy albums. You had to call That's into the fucking radio. Huge. You had to call into the fucking radio and say, "Please, can you play this song?" You had to wait on hold. People so had to someone, really want your shit. They had right? to want to spend. That is why I will never, ever, 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 ever hear, allow people to tell me shit about Mariah Carey. You have eighteen. <laughs> you have nine. You have nineteen number ones. 
You have 19 number ones in a 30-year career when niggas had to call into the radio station. Right. We had to listen to your whole song, not just 30 seconds, so it could count as a stream. Baby! And then then on top of that, how the fuck you stay number one for 16 weeks? For 16 weeks! Weeks. Before there was a streaming service. Before... Every year, her Christmas songs go straight to number one again. How the fuck does somebody do that? You can't... You you can't talk to me about, about the talent of black women. Um, <laughs> it just is, it's amazing. And my favorite part about all these songs is, and I, and I think like, maybe it's a, sure, it's a little bit like, like Frankenstein-y to do it, like where they do the commandment at the end of each song, and then it transitions into being what the next song is about. But I see mm-hmm. the idea there, because you need to spoon feed people sometime. And looking yes. at the, the, these reviews, these reviewers needed to be spoon fed. So now let's talk about the number one hit, Bills, Bills, Bills. Wow. Wow. Now, so, so my note for wow. this song, it just says, like, I want to be independent, but they're right. Nigga, pay my bills. Like, I <laughs> you know what? completely agree. The hair shop. Oh my god! Oh, we're getting into the visual. Let's we can we can. We're getting into the visual. Let's get into it. It is the reason I hate men. So I would like to thank <laughs> I would like to thank Beyonce and Latavia and Miss Kelly and Latoya. Beautiful. Latoya is so fucking beautiful. Like I, I, I'm always on her Instagram. Like that lady is so pretty. But they were the original City Girls. So this, (laughs) this is this is the original act up. Like come on. Even at even at 17, they knew niggas wasn't shit. Like thank you DC for for this for this number one hit for this in this visual and obviously we know knowing about Beyonce now um, that you know Miss Tina used to run a, a, a salon so mm-hmm. like you when your when your mom runs a salon obviously you grow up there and so of course the visuals for this are these women in a fucking hair salon talking shit about ancient ass niggas and have you this ever culture, yeah. and have you ever felt anything as true to life as that like that's exactly <laughs> what the fuck they do in the salon when you go in there all they do is talking shit about niggas <laughs> oh wow i mean it's just ahead of their time and i'm gonna say it again and again and again the harmonies the fucking harmonies the way that they just they just do that so goddamn well they're right in the pocket every just time. every single time which is why i can't blame them for you know Getting rid of folks who maybe couldn't get in the We got in there. Just when you hear how complicated the harmonies are, it's like, honey, we can send you. You either can do it or you. Right. It's like you either can do this or you cannot. Honey, we can send you your luggage. (laughs) It's nothing for us to send you your luggage. Okay. Um, so I, I, I really do love this song. And I think about like my relationship to Destiny's Child. Obviously, I was three years old when this fucking album came out. I no, was not even one. You were not even one. But it's such a big part of like childhood. Like it doesn't matter. Oh, yeah. It was it was 10 years after this song came out. They're still playing it on the fucking radio. Yeah. So so of course we grew up with Destiny's Child. Like uh, it, it's it's just the timelessness of this song. It really... So it's it's crazy to me that they say it's no scrub it's no no scrubs that one of the reviews would say that because like yeah I mean they both aged incredibly well but if we're talking right. if we're talking about if you if you want to go there like bills 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 just eats it up like I think so too I was because I was th- I was gonna ask I didn't want to do this but I was gonna ask but I mean if which we one you guys would pick if we gotta go there is just immaculate yeah. it, i mean truly it, it just it's fun there's so much about it that's so 90s that i love and mm. i feel that running all through this album like so much about the way that they're singing the production and it's so 90s but in the best way and some of the shit that's like so 90s doesn't age well like it just oh no it just doesn't but the fact that bills 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 does is it's 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 so it's a song that's so close to my heart for that reason. Like, <laughs> don't you just remember like being with your cousins and be like, no, I'm Beyonce. No, oh, every, time. <laughs> every single time. It just it's 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 so crazy to like for like the connection that Destiny Child gave young black girls. You know, like mm. it it really created a sisterhood among us. You know, so 
Wow. Okay. Let's, let's move on. I'm getting, I'm, getting, I'm just getting, so good. I'm getting real emotional because I love that song, y'all. Um, so let's move on to the next song, Confessions. Oh, this is my favorite of the like, really? Non-hit, of yes. The yes. This. Okay. Let's, oh. let's hear it. Let's hear it, Camille. Let's hear well, it. Miss, so Missy Elliott, she, from a girl group herself. Yes. She yes, singing Miss Melissa singing. What can she she do? Like she will write for a girl group, and I just love every time she does. It's something like this where it kind of like flips gender roles on its head. You know what I mean? Like this is not a song about getting cheated on. Like no, no, I was out here and I uh, I couldn't keep it together, and I'm gonna be a woman about it. Come to you and let you know. Yes. And I just. I don't know. It just has that Missy Elliott can produce the shit out of a song. It's crazy. I love the weird, like just like the weird parts of it. I, yes. I, really do love song. <laughs> I love the weirdness of like that's in this song because it's just so like, I love the way that she, I love the way that Beyonce like sings. <laughs> yes. And it's, it's so, it's just so out there, you know? Uh, yes. What did you think about it? Honestly, this was the song that the only note I had was I forgot I was listening to the song. <laughs> the act of cheating, I already block it out. Mm-hmm. So I, I know I hate a cheater it, song like, too, but mm-hmm. it, that's fair. That's fair. That's I fair. I remember vibing to it. It's just when it ended, I was like, "Wait, what was that again?" Like I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Some songs are a throwaway song, yeah. but um, I do just like my love of Missy Elliott is like something that's unmatched by most other things i just love i just has talent i mean beyond that even it was for me just as a young you know fat black girl to see missy elliott out here being as weird as fucking can be wearing whatever the fuck she wanted to wear holding her own on songs with tim not well not timbaland with like Ludacris, jay-z she's writing for everybody like literally like there would be like lil wayne sites and happy birthday it's lil wayne's birthday y'all gotta love oh happy birthday get a haircut please we beg of you let it go you have to just give it up bro at this point it's like eight of them but um (laughs) but and then lil wayne cited missy elliott as like his influence for his style like the people have no some people it just it's it's always baffling to me how little of an idea people have about just missy elliott's influence not just in hip-hop music not just in r&b missy elliott writes for everybody she will write for the pop she'll write for the pop girls what she say me and timbaland we got hits from here to overseas <laughs> honey yep. honey it's global it literally is so i just like i just i'm always so passionate about like just giving missy elliott her things because it's crazy to me how like nobody was doing it like her and yeah. the, it, 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 it's just nuts to me i just i'm such a huge fan i'm a huge huge fan of hers yeah. so oh, i just love it what I also love about her is that she's great at me. Like a lot of her songs are like this one where it's a story based. Yes. Like she can write her ass up. Like I would love to read a a novel. <laughs> Come on. By Miss Missy Elliott. Come on, Missy. You got to do it for us. Write a novel. Yeah. Please. Yeah. But that's uh, something I miss. I love about songs of this time is that it's, they always tell this like really long convoluted story yes that really draws you in and makes you listen to these words like it's the juiciest piece of gossip Mm, okay i love it okay um so then let's talk about bugaboo i just said facts only this was your quote (laughs) (laughs) this is is your quote i what a time capsule that's what i was just about to say yeah that's my favorite part about it what a beautiful time capsule So what did you say? Make me want to put your number on the call block. <laughs> call AOL. Not AOL. Make the email stop. You so damn irritating that you don't want that you gotta call AOL and say please, no more. Please don't let this nigga <laughs> contact me no more. He said you said, oh, you think you bought a pair of shoes and now you think I owe you? You can have them back, nigga. I don't want these shoes. Take them back, nigga. That's how irritating you are. And then the video with Kobe Bryant. Oh, oh, he, oh wow. I didn't think about that. They're in that, that locker room. Yep. Yeah. Hiding from these niggas. Like, just dodging them. Yeah. Niggas are still just as irritating today. Yep. But see, now. I, I hate at the end of the video they fast. give in. Mm, yes. <laughs> niggas are just as irritating today. But also, now we can just block 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 and like the click of a button you ain't gotta call nobody today beyonce no like you never existed like you you never existed 
block these niggas, ghost these niggas. Um, it would be much different today, a Bugaboo song. And you know, Kelly Rowland actually, I remember she was on Watch What Happens Live, and she said this was her least favorite Destiny's Child song. Oh, no. It's yes! Like, it's like in my top three. <laughs> I like, I literally don't know why she said it, but um, she said, I think Andy Cohen just said, which of the songs your least favorite? And she said, yeah, I'm gonna have to say Bugaboo. Um, <laughs> which is crazy because it's such a good song. I wonder what Beyonce's are. I would love to, what do you think what do you guys what do you think Beyonce's least favorite song is <laughs> K- cater to There's you some... <laughs> no, Damn, cater. that's mine uh, you said what I said no because she has summertime off of the Carters I'm 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 talking about <gasps> Destiny. <laughs> no, oh, first of all, that's very rude, Chill. Lyndon. I Lyndon, hate that's it. very rude, and we're not even going to address it. <laughs> I hate if you. If I had to guess, it would t- I would say Daddy off of um. Ooh, yeah, she yeah. kind of cursed herself with that one, didn't she? She did indeed. She did indeed. <laughs> but you know what? I, I know that one. That was she's the whole song, and she's like, "I want a man to be just like my daddy," and she got wow. exactly that. Unfortunately, she did indeed. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's a, that's one of them karmic johns right there. Yes, yeah. quiet. Did it you is... know if Beast's fine with that? I'm fine with it. You know, I'm following her lead. Yes, yep. you know it is what it is. Uh, um, <laughs> so um, then let's talk about Temptation. So I have my my note about Temptation was just that like you know I have no interest in relationships. That's not my gig. <laughs> but the thought of steamy affairs is like so hot to me not in like a cheating way but in just like a a, an affair to remember kind of way like just the thought of like something so steamy and and like fun it's like oops i forgot i got a man um (laughs) shit like that so i was like i really love this song i really love temptation i love the i know you see you watching me and i see like that like (laughs) i just yes i just she's like gliding over it i mean truly truly just gliding i i did love this song what about you guys what i just want to hear your thoughts on it i'm specifically oh we're on to temptation Um, yeah i said can't relate can't Eh, I, I maybe it's me with content. Maybe mm. that's what it is. But mm. just because I, I <laughs> maybe I don't know. Being in a monogamous relationship is really hard for people nowadays, or something. But Apparently, it's, it always has been shit. Like because I I actually really appreciate honest. Uh, sorry, artists being honest with their music. But mm. it, I don't know. Sometimes, especially with Beyonce, like I don't want my image of her tainted in any way. But also, she was like a child <laughs> when this was made. Yeah. So I highly doubt she was also partaking in the writing of this song. No, she but did. Kind of like Beyonce. No. Yeah, Beyonce. Aww. Beyonce wrote on Temptation. They all did. Uh, never mind. Uh, <laughs> She was young. That was the Merly days. Yeah. I'm actually, I actually am like, I'm like Lyndon in that way where I really care about the content sometimes. Mm. But what I can appreciate about Temptation is it doesn't seem like anybody acts on their feelings. And it is kind of cute to just like, I mean, I think crushes make life the most fun. Right. Of course. So I'm like, okay, I'm imagining the the scene. You're sitting at a, you're sitting at a party. There's a cute person there. You're like doing the thing. That's Mm -hmm. cute. And I mean, just the song itself is just really sexy. Like, I just like the way it sounds. It really is. And it's a good thing yeah. that it's called Temptation. Um, like, I, I just love the name of it. So let's move on to Now That She's Gone. So when I first heard this, I thought that was Kelly on the lead vocals. Like, in the in the beginning, I thought that was Kelly, mm-hmm. but it's not. It's Beyonce. It's Beyonce. Um, I thought the same thing. <laughs> sometimes it, they'll, they'll get you that way now. <laughs> they really will. Like on Check On It, when <laughs> we thought it was Kelly, but Sean, Sean Garrett <laughs> Sean Garrett swears up and down. It's Beyonce um, on the lead vocals. <laughs> I don't, I, this is one of the ones that I was kind of like, Lyndon, I was like, I forgot I was listening to this song. It really didn't like make a like a big impression on me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um so yeah, like it's I It's too long. It well. is. It's too long. It just I don't know. I don't know if this one was really one of the one. Let me see who wrote on this one. I'm going to check. Mm-hmm. I have it up on Spotify. There are certain moments in the album where I would have changed the order and I think this is one. Mm, yeah. It's just another slow song into another. Right. Kind of slower song. Yeah, and it kind of seems like 
it goes from like temptation to then like you know this which is also sort of like that but like in mm-hmm. a in a more I don't know like begging kind of way so I don't recognize yeah. I don't recognize any of these writers or any of these producers well, um maybe for this maybe when, uh... For this Maybe when the song. song didn't do it for folks, mm-hmm. they lost their jobs. They, I mean, shit. <laughs> I, I wouldn't put it past them. Um, okay, so then let's move on to the next song, which mm-hmm. is Where'd You Go? This one I also didn't really pay that much attention to, actually. Mm. I just... One of the the things I said about it was it just feels like very 90s, this song. I just love the way Beyonce sang all of the verses. Just like, it was so... I love the... I think the transition to it was like so smooth into this song. I was like, I was really like just impressed with that. Again, it was one... It's a like, it's a slower song, obviously. So this is one of the like, one of the like songs that'd be like, this is like a B-sides, you know? If, If they ever did that, like people would be like, oh heard that song before but like sure it's not one of the more recognizable ones i get that and you know who wrote on this song who chris stokes i mean (laughs) chris stokes chris stokes wrote on this song do you remember who he is lyndon nope when we remember (laughs) we uh so it was so long ago that we did our b2k episode but in that episode, we did actually talk about uh, B2K's manager, Chris Stokes, and uh, Rasby's allegations that Chris Stokes had sexually prison. assaulted. Prison. Yes. Prison. Yep. I'm remembering now. Yup, yup, yup. To hell in a fucking basket for all I yep. care. Yup, <laughs> yup. That Chris oh. Stokes had sexually um, abused them, and he writes mm-hmm. on this song. Um, but this was around the time, like, at this point in time, Destiny's Child, they were still, like, opening acts for bands like yeah. um, like SWV and things like that. So they were on tour with uh, people like this and with groups like this all the time, like Immature and shit like that. So mm-hmm. I get that how the worlds would have collided in that way. Um, I don't think that, I hope they didn't collide in any other way, shit, but, um, but, uh, I see that, uh, in it. So, then let's get to my favorite song (laughs) on the album, which is written by my homegirl, Candy. (laughs) So let's talk about Hey Ladies. I mean, just the wisdom. Like, the word he's got to go. He's got to go. He's got to go. Tenderoni, like, come on. (laughs) This song has everything. It's so catchy. It's a good hook. The verse, I just, I just don't understand. Give you chance. Like, I'm gonna, (laughs) like, I listen to this song so often, and like, I just think it's still. It's still so relevant, <laughs> yeah. even now. But what about you guys? Like, what are your thoughts on it? I love that the worst thing of all is that he gave her money. Yep, yep. <laughs> because that's how I would feel. Because how you gonna give her my ends? Right. My money. <laughs> you ain't even got none, nigga. You giving her my ends? That's a no-no. So now... You got to go, go. Get your, get the fuck out, basically. Um, but yeah, I really love Hey Ladies. This is my favorite song on the album. It is yes. probably top five Destiny's Child songs for me. Yes. And it, I just, I love it. I love the message here. Kick these niggas to the curb. Don't be taking care of niggas. Don't let them, you know, run all over you. And if I had that kind of wisdom at when I was their age, like... Who knows how different my life would be right now? I, I, I don't know what it is. Maybe I should have listened to this more in high school. But um, I lo- I really do love that girls of this time had anthems like this. Absolutely. Kind of like right now with like we see with like the city girls and stuff like that. I like that like that's what young I said. women are mm-hmm. that's what they're hearing. That's mm-hmm. what they're growing up like. Fuck these niggas. Yep. Don't take care love of them. It. Don't let them. But, you know, none of it. None of it. Um, so then let's move on to If You Leave, featuring Next. Do you know who Next is, Lyndon? No idea. Okay, uh, wait. I so good. You definitely have heard a Next song before. You you definitely have heard, like, um, 
too close. You've heard, and then you probably didn't know what the what it was about until you were like <laughs> today years old. Wait, I'm gonna. I'm going to Nexus page. Okay. I'm gonna... <laughs> I see too close. Here, I'll play a little bit of it. I wonder if she could tell. I'm hard right now. Oh my god. How did we not know? How did I miss that? Right. Wait until they start singing. I'm not going to include this, but. discography to see if there's anything that I recognize but no I, one of their voices in this song I didn't recognize wow I think there's such a like that's like one of their most famous songs if not yeah, their and most I, yeah. I love that it exists it's truly a song about one of my favorite personal favorite phenomenons and I'm glad that there's art about it out there yes <laughs> Wait, absolutely what's the phenomenon I I don't what is it about <laughs> oh, I would, I'm happy to explain to you they are talking about when you are dancing with someone with a penis yeah. uh-huh. and they start to get a little half chub behind you and you yeah. can feel it. Yeah. Oh. Yes. Okay. A little boner in the back. Just, yeah. the, just a little bit. In some of my experiences, that has led to where, you know, they grab the back of your head and like force you down. Oh, no. Yeah. That's, you know, no, 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 no. That's not the type I'm talking about. I love consent so much. No, no. no I'm talking and that's about not like, that. if, like your, no, I'm talking about if your back is like to their front and then they grab like. Y'all know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm familiar. I've danced oh, with okay, them. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've, I know. We, we've <laughs> danced with them before. We, okay, we know. Yes. We, pe- we, we hip to it. But let's yeah. talk about, let's talk about If You Leave, the song. Yes. We, I just said in all caps, no ma'am, it's not worth it. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I love when she says, I peeped the game a long time ago. He knows when I pack my bags, it ain't for no vacation. Uh, I love it. It ain't for no vacation. Like, I'm, Shakespeare wishes he, he had talent. Well, he he did. He well, wrote on Kevin this. Shakespeare. Kevin Shakespeare. <laughs> <laughs> not William. Not William Shakespeare. Now maybe William Shakespeare like wishes. Should take some notes. He should take exactly. some notes. He needs to, you know, just he. I mean, like, I feel like it's such a good. Just like I, I love that this is like one of the only features on it and it's with a, a boy group <laughs> um, it's my favorite thing in the world when groups do this yes and when it yeah. oh, and it's just like i just i really like this song just for like the message <laughs> yeah if i remember correctly i think latavia is dating one of the boys from next at the time Whoa, okay. yeah they went on they were on tour together yes um and latavia was not focused and this is they why. Said, and they said that she was not focused because she was laid up with this boy. Uh-uh. Uh, but they got this, but they got this little, um, <laughs> this great collaboration out of it. And then they immediately. <laughs> immediate- I love when groups do this. I wow. love when boy groups and girl groups get together. I buy into the full fantasy. I'm like, yes, they're all dating each other. This is amazing. <laughs> they're all in love. Yes, I do love that. I love that. I really do love that. And I love, I love this song. It's one of my uh, favorite, like, slow songs on the, on the album. So I super, like, am into that. Okay, so then let's move on, guys, to the next song. Probably the biggest hit on this, on this album. My question for Say My Name was, why are there only three girls in the vid, according to okay, Spotify's so. like little visual that they have in the back? Yes, yes. Before on the album cover, because this was um when the video came out, they had replaced and you do see Farah for like a brief second, um, right. but um the two Latavia and Latoya they left the group. And so then Michelle Williams and Farrah joined the group. Farrah was kicked out five months into her tenure. And it just became the the three of them. So when the video came out, and this is why Michelle Williams is not on this cover. um, But when the video came out, and it was just literally one year later in the year 2000, when all of this happened. Um, And so uh, DC3 is the one who sings all of these songs. And when they would go on tour, 
like some of these songs they wouldn't even do but um michelle yeah. michelle williams is not on the original no 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 um she's uh, not on the original like bills 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 obviously right. but um later she she would be on that so that's why there are only three of them in the video and farah sort of but um that's how farah actually learned that she was kicked out of the group um was when she oh, yeah. <laughs> she did not make the video um that they had all shot wait uh, are you serious yes it was they messy. It was a little messy. Listen, listen. No one is doubting the messiness of it. They kicked her out of the group on television. They said, she. they sent her home. And she said, well, what about my, I mean, and Beyonce said, I mean, we can send you your luggage. We can send you your luggage. Oh, she said, God. but you do not want to miss your flight. She <laughs> said, we can always send you your luggage, ma'am, but you got to get up out of here now. Oh, um, my, is that why? <gasps> no. Oh, my God. Okay, Lyndon, I, 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 I don't like the way this narrative is going. I don't yes. like painting Beyonce some type of villain. <laughs> no, Before no, no, when I mentioned people not being like... able to fit in the pocket. Yeah, Farrah is quite wasn't boring. She, was she the one that wasn't able to like follow like a three-part chord and like they always had trouble with mm-hmm. her? Like, Farrah was a lot of things. Farrah okay, is... Then now it makes sense. I just, I didn't know that that's how they like took her out of the group. Well, no one is saying that it was the best way to do it like we won't we won't argue with the the maybe um the messiness of that situation but Farrah was boring Farrah could not keep up with the dance move Farrah could not keep up with the harmonies so she didn't need to be there (laughs) she said it herself she said it herself she said like the stress was too much it was too much yeah so Farrah was kicked out of the group but do you guys know the funny thing about this song the story goes is that um this was one of the first songs they got sent um for the album from Dark Child the producer um and do you know who Dark Child is Lyndon no you don't listen to Tony Braxton I do that's who it is (laughs) he wasn't man (laughs) enough for me that's Dark Child that's Dark Child Dark Child is like like if we went off the strength of just Tony Braxton songs alone. This man is a legend, but he's worked with everybody. Mary J. Blige, Whitney Houston, Janet Jackson, DC, Monica, Jennifer Lopez. Like his, like he, he, let me just, let me just tell you some of the songs he's written. I'm (laughs) going to go to his resume. I'm just going to go to his Wikipedia page because I'm, let me, okay. He wrote, tell me, by Mel B. He wrote Stay With Me by Sam Smith. The Boy Is Mine. I Can Love You, which is, that's my favorite Mary J. Blige song. He wrote, he wrote Angel of Mine. He wrote It's Not Right, But It's Okay. Say My Name, Cater to You. If You Had My Love. He wasn't. Now it makes sense that a man wrote Cater to You. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. He wrote Telephone. He wrote, like, he's written, like, an insane amount. Like, he's probably yeah. one of the most famous as far as that's concerned. Like, he's written an insane amount of things. And when and, and when um he wasn't man enough for me, um Tony Braxton says, Dark Child, yeah. And at the beginning of Say My Name, he actually says, Dark Child, 9-9. Um, so, um, he's a really famous producer, but the story goes is that they, they rejected it. Like, they didn't want the beat at first. They said no because it was too messy. They were like, we can't make sense of this. So they said no to it. And then he sent it back to them with a cleaner cut and it became Say My Name. So just imagine if that had never happened. What would, like, what would become if there had never been a Say My Name? Yeah. Right. It's it's so wild that it almost wasn't a thing. It almost did not happen. It is their biggest, and even the Timbaland, like, remix of it um and that they that's the one that they did um at a uh, homecoming when they said you better say my name yeah, that's the that they did. yeah that was the that was the timberland uh version of that but um so yeah it's like it's one of it's arguably their most famous song i mean you could probably make an no i don't even know what else you could make an argument for that's a bigger song of theirs than say my name yeah i think say my name is definitely Destiny's Child's biggest. It, it's 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 insane. Like it's it it's it's so iconic in so many ways. Yeah. But the story around how it happened or how it didn't almost happen, um, it just is always so baffling to me. Like fate is real. Like it yeah. It, it, cause cause imagine if he hadn't cleaned that up and sent it back. Yeah. 
and it, and this was the you wouldn't have to say my name. I'm sorry. I'm just trying yeah. to a world without just tr- just trying to pro- <laughs> just trying to and process. It just, it already, it's not a world I don't want to be in. But like, that's really like, if I had a choice about whether or not I would want to be born, I'd be like, then what's the point? Right. <laughs> absolutely. Like, I. This song is absolutely iconic. It is. This it one is. And Soldier to me for some reason are the two Destiny's Child songs that I love. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. I remember Soldier when Head. Soldier came out, and that was when I f- discovered that. You know, Solange was pregnant, and I went around yes. telling everybody that Solange was pregnant, and yep. um, everybody had already known, and I was the last <laughs> to know. <laughs> no. So yeah, but um, no. So that's 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 say my name, which is the other number one hit from this, along with Bills, Bills, Bills. Um, so then let's move on to She Can't we, Love You. We actually skipped Jump Wait. and Jump In. Oh, did we? Which is so okay, important. I, I know. Say, did we, Holy did we fuck. We did. I am we so sorry. Jump and Jump In is period in all caps. We already know the vibes. You already know what's going down. Ladies, leave your man at home. Please. Yeah, Linda, Linda doesn't care about cheating now that it's a bob. Listen. I Listen. <laughs> Wait, this song is not cheating. I thought it was just about girls ladies. Fun girls night out. Ladies, leave your men at home. The club is full of ballers, full of ballers and they pockets, pockets full, grown. full grown. I can't believe I skipped jumping, jumping. And all your fellows oh, no, leave a girl with a right. friend because it's eleven thirty. And the club is and what? The club is jumping, 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 jumping. I just love. I I love. She said, "Um, you like looking like a star in your Armani suit. Like, come on, <laughs> come on, with your Fendi shoes." Hair done and your nails done nails too. Done too. Come on. Yeah. I mean, my all-time favorite part of that song is the is Beyonce like floating over the rest of it, like ladies, ladies. Yes, yes, yes. Bubbles, bubbles, bubbles. She, honey, she loves to do her own ad libs. She loves to do. Beyonce don't need nobody in the studio. She said just consistently does it. Press record entire album. She said press record and everyone else, you are released. Um. I got it from here. Um, so, oh my God, I cannot believe I skipped that one. I'm so sorry, everyone. I'm so sorry to me. But um, I do love Jumpin' Jumpin' too. I think that might, is that in my top five? That's definitely in top 10 for me for Destiny's Child. It's like, so it's in top 10 for me yeah. for Destiny's Child. It's such a good song. Okay, so now let's move on to She Can't Love You. <laughs> so, She Can't Love You. <laughs> like, I didn't really pay attention to this one either. It seems that you don't like the slow songs on this album. <laughs> it seems that you are not uh you're not super into them maybe. Um. <laughs> maybe i think it might be that i don't know i guess yeah. it was just that. like a lot of r&b songs reminds me of my childhood and like i used to fall asleep to a lot of them for some reason so i mm. think it's just like a natural instinct of me based off of like different beats that i either like don't pay attention to it or i'll like fall asleep you know i have the same i have the same affliction with like jazz music because my Mm. grandma exclusively listens to it in the car like whenever we would ask her to play 92.3 she would say absolutely not we're listening (laughs) we're listening to some miles davis and so anytime i hear you know good old dizzy gillespie or something like that (laughs) i'm going i'm going straight to sleep okay i'm going straight to sleep it's it's a it it really does it to me it's like a lullaby i love this song I love this song because I think it's like a good, like an early indicator. Like you said, Camille, about how like, you know, Beyonce has always been Beyonce. Like we've seen her grow so much as an artist, but even here Mm -hmm. you can hear the range in her voice. Like it's, it's, it's so insane just how talented, (laughs) you know, she is. Mm -hmm. It's so insane. Like the harmonies that these, these four women can, can do. Like, it's just nuts to me, the power that someone so young has in their voice. And I hear that so much, like in this song. (laughs) Yeah. I don't really like this song that much either. (laughs) But I think it's, I don't, I'm not loving Mm -hmm. the slow songs as much. And there, I always say this, some artists, I just appreciate more when they lean into the fun. Like, so yes. like Destiny's Child, I love, I love like a bugaboo or whatever. I always say, oh, hate to bring him up, but I always say the same about Kanye. Like, mm. I, I love fun Kanye. You know, I like, yeah. you know, uh, new workout plan. Yes. You know what I mean? Like when he's yeah. giving me like punchlines and jokes. Same with like Big Sean. I wish he would lean into being fun more. But he wants to talk about his life too much. Babe, I've, I have, I have never been into Big Sean. I don't get it, but um. I, I, <laughs> I know. I just think he's like, I don't fuck with you. So fun. We yeah, like that. Like, of course. Some these niggas just want to be hard. So J. Cole's my perfect. I hate to get, I'm not going to get too much into this, but J. Cole is another one who, remember Workout when he was like, cute it was such good fun. And, having fun. He, and he, 
these niggas want to like talk. They all think they have so much to say, but unfortunately, sir, they do, they don't. Sir, you are not Kendrick Lamar, okay? Right. And instead of who people forget, he's the best because I think he's good at being fun, but also being lyrically really brilliant. He is, and that's all I'll say on that topic. Um, that's fair. I have I have lots of opinions about J Cole that I don't have to I, share here, but yeah, we um, don't need to talk about Jermaine here. We don't. This is not about him. This is about or his trash ass verse on Beyonce's album. We don't even. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna get into. It. I'm not gonna get into it. I don't want to upset myself. I don't want to upset anyone else. Um, but um, I don't know. I get. I can. I can see this. I do understand like the ballads on this. So I do think Destiny's Child, as the years go on, they get better at it. At a at a ballad at a ballad like come like if you want to talk of if like if. May be my favorite Destiny's Child song of all time. Like, Ooh. they ate. Or you want to talk about emotion or free? Like, on Destiny's Fulfilled, I don't think there's one single skip. But that's my opinion. But I do think I do think as the years go on, they get better at a ballad. Because you're not, you're not listening to, like, 16, 17-year-olds to hear them sing ballads. So, right. I, but I can see why they would lean into this. Look at who they're working with. Like, these are yeah. producers who are working with people like Mariah Carey, Whitney Houston, Tony Braxton. And they see the potential in these girls to be like them. And so I can see them wanting to push them in that direction. And sometimes it works. And other times... It doesn't, you know? Yeah, um, fine. And sometimes it just it just doesn't work. And I can see this. I like I totally get where you guys are coming from. And this being one of the situations where it just doesn't work. Because you don't want to hear them singing about things like this. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Right. The thing, a lot of the album, especially the slow songs, I had to keep reminding myself that they were like 16, 17 at the time. It right. Like 20 year old Beyonce right. or older. Like, right. Because I, I think when I remembered that aspect, I'm like, now I feel it, it just almost feels out of touch because like. Mm. no 16 year old really be that in love you know i mean the way the niggas used to kiss in the hallway in high school you would think <laughs> it i would not know but some of them i've <laughs> yeah, i guess i don't know i'm just like your, your children right no exactly one. exactly and, and, and i agree and i agree and i totally get where you're coming from with that so i can see what you guys and that's how i feel about this next song actually <laughs> the last one on the album okay no stay Yes. Stay, which is it. It's not the last song. Um, oh my god, there, I think I didn't. Is there a deluxe edition? That was the last one on the album I listened to. No, there's. Oh, there, wait, you're right. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. just forgot to write down my notes for this, too. My B. My okay. <laughs> no, there's Stay, there's Sweet 16, and then the outro. Stay, all I said was love the vibe. I really liked the beginning sound of it. Yeah, it's a and beautiful ballad. It was beautiful, but then I said, but begging a man to stay? Yeah, could not, could not vibe with that for me. It was not, (laughs) I was like, um, okay. (laughs) I said, "Uh, shit, I guess. I mean, but I, yeah, for that reason, I was like, this is probably one of my least favorites on the album, honestly. Um... I'm sorry, go ahead. Did you have something coming up before we move on to Sweet 16? No, you guys said it. Yeah. <laughs> we can keep going. Yeah. Okay, so Sweet 16, here's my thought about it. Because yeah. it reminds me of school in life. But, like, a very uh-huh. early yeah. version of school in life, you know? Like, it, it just reminds me, like, oh, this is so cute, and I wish I had had told myself this when I was 16 because it would have it would have made life a lot easier you know um but I think school and life's a better song obviously um you want to hear from somebody who has gone through it and survived it and not somebody who's in it um so that was my thought about sweet 16 I thought it was cute but I was like I don't know I okay so I like it because they're they're I just like she's older than 16 at this point yeah but I just like that they're singing about something where they're so young you know what I mean I like that it's kind of like age appropriate whatever and in the credits Jodie Watley is credited as one of the writers um and I fucking love Jodie Watley of uh like looking for real um um looking for a new love is like her biggest song but she's like kind of was like a teen star coming up in like the 70s 80s yeah she's from chicago and she's huge i think she's the best new artist grammy award at like 1988 it says 1987 i see okay yeah i she it's i just love that they're working with someone who was like 
kind of from that world coming up at the in a, oh, in a who no was idea. like came up at their age doing kind of like a similar thing yeah i just love that connection of like them working with a wow. legend like someone like that i had no idea Maybe i i don't think i've heard any or i probably definitely heard the, do you know the group shalimar i don't think so no it's like a 70s 80s disco group but she does the lead vocal on that too you okay. definitely heard some of the songs i'm gonna listen to it because i definitely feel like she sounds like i mean when i'm looking at the the names of the songs some of these yeah. look familiar but yeah. I, I might looking not for a know new love you probably know looking for a new love most people know I think. Yeah, yeah i might not have known them like in like personally or like just like or by name but i'd probably know yeah. them from listening but um so yeah so then there's the outro which is like a tribute to uh you know i don't know who this woman is is this someone who died like was it was she like a, a like a team like a, a coach of theirs or something? i have no idea who this woman yeah, is i have it's, no idea who said it it, well i guess she's a family member says so dedicated to yeah Knowles. oh does it okay oh, on the wikipedia it does okay i couldn't read the whole song because it was it was on um spotify so um (laughs) it says yeah okay so um it was cute it was a cute like little rendition of uh you know amazing grace which is it was an interesting take on it uh i'll say that um it was an interesting interesting. it was an interesting take on amazing grace it's quintessential destiny's child though i will say definitely Mm -hmm. have you ever heard they're like they do an amen that's very like that's very much like that. It's like a ridiculous that. harmony with a right. million voices in right. like the least obvious way. Right, right, very right. Very interesting. Yeah. Wow, guys. So that is the writings on the wall. We could have talked about like the deluxe Japan version, which includes like Get on the Bus, which is one of my right. favorite Destiny's Child songs. And it's uh, written by Timbaland and produced by Timbaland. And it was actually on the um, Why Do Fools Fall in Love soundtrack, which is one of my favorite, favorite Ooh. black movies. Um, it has Halle Berry. It has Vivica Fox. It has, um, Ro- uh, what the hell is that lady's name? Um, Rochelle, um, fuck, I can't think Hold on, now I have to look it up because it's gonna irritate me. <laughs> it's gonna irritate me. Don't mind me. Just <laughs> Leela Rashawn. Why? I don't know what I was oh, thinking. Leila okay. Leila Rashawn. Is, she's um she's uh she also is in that movie Why Do Fools Fall in Love and Lorenz Tate. They all star oh, in yes. uh, that movie. It's such a good movie. It's such a fun movie. And the soundtrack, which was by Timbaland, um, it included Get on the Bus. Lyndon, if you have not heard uh, Get on the Bus, I would listen to it. It's a very fun song. Miss Ke- Miss that. Miss Kelly has a verse, um, <laughs> which is which is not very common, which is not very common in the early days of Destiny's Child. So now we've talked about every track on the album. So now we just ha- I want to ask the question: Does it hold up for you guys? Yeah, y'all I mean, first. I'm, uh, yeah, I would say definitely. You look at. I mean, Bills, Bills, Bills is a song. Like, Bills, 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 uh, Mm -hmm. Jumpin', Jumpin', Say My Name, Bugaboo. These are songs that continue to be a part of the cultural conversation. Absolutely. Um, And I think Beyonce, you know, recently with the Coachella performance, kind of revived them if anyone had forgot about them. Right. Um, And I just love seeing the through line. Like, like Bugaboo at Coachella feels like the fully realized version of what they wanted to do here, you know? Mm -hmm. Um. So yeah, I think a lot of it holds up. It's good fucking music. It's it really is good <laughs> pop songs. It really pop is pop R and B songs. Yeah, I say it holds up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, this is. I really do like the album. Mm-hmm. I will say it does hold up just because of the culture it provides and mm-hmm. just the stats, its history, the yes. fact that like this was only just the beginning of yes. this wonderful era that we've had of both Destiny's Child. Kelly, Michelle, and Beyonce. Yes. Um, I think it's just, it does hold up for me. It's mm. just, I don't like how common cheating is in like, mm. black music. Why yeah. is that? Why do, why do black people love but, to cheat on each other? Like, what, what is that? I wouldn't even say just black music, though. I mean, That's you true. got Jolene. You got, uh, what's the, uh, Jessie's Girl, you know? Mm-hmm. People just like to sing about a juicy thing. They do. That's true. But why can't you, like, you know, sing about other people's cheating stories? You know? Why gotta be your own? <laughs> well, that's what Usher did. 
Yep. He really took He's the like, heat for Jermaine Dupree. I mean, truly, he did. <laughs> truly, Wait, he that, did. Is that what Confessions is? I thought it was Usher. No, no. it was Jermaine Dupree. It was his story. Usher honestly deserves an Oscar. Because I, everyone thought I, it was I, him. Everyone ch- just being chilly like, did. Usher is the worst fan <laughs> in the world. Chili said, bye-bye. <laughs> oh she God. said, got it. Peace. And uh but I mean here's the thing. The trade-off was confession. So I think I think yeah. Usher did okay in the end. Like he 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 ended up pretty well. So I'm he's doing all right. He's doing oh he's doing alright. Shit. He has a diamond album. Like he good. Right. Um <laughs> and he's Usher and he still looks good too. Um we don't have to talk about that, but <laughs> but we could, but we could you uh, know. Oh, oh yes. we absolutely could. Um, but so for me, I agree. I do think this album holds up. I feel like I know this wasn't their debut album. I know we said that already, but this is like what we like need as a breakthrough album from Mm -hmm. anybody, from a girl group, from solo artists, anybody. They have ballads, R&B, pop, hip hop, dance music. I mean, the videos and the looks that they were serving in this. I feel like the transitions were great. Everything was so well thought out. Like the harmonies, come on. You have two number one singles on your debut album, even the fucking controversy. Like this was the, like this was really the makings of like, it's just like the star power in this is so evident. And like you said mm-hmm. several times, Camille, you can just draw a straight line from mm-hmm. here to where we see Beyonce at now. Like, yeah. she has been putting in the work for so, so, so long. And when you hear this, and when you hear this album, you can see it. You can mm-hmm. hear it. You can tell. Yeah. So for me, it holds up just because it's everything that that a debut album and I'm gonna call it I know it's not their debut album but it's everything that this kind of album that puts you propels you to where it propelled them to it's everything that it should be and it was in a and they were doing it in a time when that was when the when the market was so you know saturated with people who were talking about the same exact thing and you're 17 Yep. So they're 17 17 18 however like they're 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 so young and they're working with at even at this point, veterans in this industry yeah. saw in them what we now know they've always had. But even at this point, like veterans in this industry saw it in Destiny's Child. Yeah. And they said, yeah, you can have this beat. Yeah, you can have this this song that probably was supposed to be for someone like Mariah Carey or Tony Braxton or yeah. something or or Whitney Houston or something like that, because I believe in you. And you know what? Thank them. Thank Destiny Shalford never put... Shout out to Matthew Knowles, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Who said, you're going to get in there and you're going to work. He had a vision. He had a vision and he was right in the end. He treated it very well. He maybe wasn't right about several other things, but... Oh, definitely. But... But... But he was right about this. And so for that, I think we just have to thank Destiny... They really are the blueprint, you know? They yeah, they really are. Yeah, they are, and uh, and they they mean so much to us as black women. <laughs> like it's crazy yeah. how 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 ingrained they are in all of our lives and all of our childhoods and all of our development. Like I don't know one black girl who can't. It doesn't matter where you grew up or wh- who you were raised by or anything mm-hmm. like that. This was a part of your life. So yeah. I'm glad that we got to talk about this album as our first in this series. And what what a joy. What, what a joy. And <laughs> we'll see joy. you. We'll see you guys next week when we're talking about another debut album of a black girl group. All right. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Does It Hold Up? Brought to you by Textured Air, a brand dedicated to celebrating Black girl culture, past, present, and future. If you like what you heard, please be sure to leave us a five-star review. It really does help. You can find us on social media at Textured Air. That's T-E-X-T-U-R-E-D-H-E-I-R on all platforms. And make sure you check out our other podcast, Where My Girl's At, and The Blacklist, and all of the other content we offer on our website, texturedair.com. Until next time.